Welcome back to another edition of the KSL.com Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Walker, but I'm not important today. I want to actually get right into my guest because I have a really, really special guest here uh, today on your podcast feed. Um, you guys know him as a midfielder for Cannons Lacrosse Club. Um, he's a an author and a writer. He's um, uh, a podcaster, a very famous podcaster. Oh, and by the way, he also happens to be the co-founder of the Premier Lacrosse League. Um, Mr. Paul Rabel, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me and I'm excited to be back here in Utah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's kind of why uh, we brought you on on the podcast, because it's been almost exactly one year um, since you guys were in the Salt Lake area with the PLL when you guys put together PLL Island, as they like to call it, out at Zions Bank Stadium in Harriman, held an entire season-long tournament in a COVID-19 bubble, kind of similar to what the NBA and the WNBA and uh, MLS, other leagues were doing back then at the time. Um, well, take me back kind of to that moment. First of all, I want to ask you, can you confirm or deny the rumor floating around that somebody, I don't know who, I won't say who, but somebody left treasure on PLL Island? Um, and also, what was kind of that whole experience like and, and what brought you back to Utah, I guess, after all of it for your for the next season for the quarterfinals coming up? You know, I'm not sure the, the trophy ever made it out of Utah, so perhaps that's the, the treasures, the lost trophy. That's probably the buried treasure. It's under the X on the map, right? And the championship series trophy. Um, well, Utah is great. It's, it's an emerging market and has been for the last decade related to lacrosse fans and participants. Um, Utah, um, the university has done a fantastic job of taking the program from NCAA, MCLA to, to Division One, and the Holmets had pretty much everything to do with that. Uh, so we have a number of players that are based here that have lived in this market from a few of the Archers guys that are playing tonight at 8.30 Eastern on NBC Sports against the Chaos for the first game of the quarterfinals. Um, and then, yeah, in 2020, we picked Utah based on a number of criteria that we had uh, to use at our disposal, largely having to do with COVID safety protocol. Um, and we basically put the entire show on the road and, and created a COVID safe environment with zero positive tests from start to finish. It was about a month long tournament um, condensed season, but determined our champion. And um, I think it was 20 games on NBC and NBC Sports. Um, so it was uh, it was a it was a great moment for a nascent stage league like ours. And then that led to the merger of MLL this off season, um, and and really propelled us into the spotlight here in year three, where uh, Utah was always back on our roadmap um, for the 2021 season. And we felt like it would be really rewarding to give them the opening site of playoffs. For sure. And, and you, you touched on that a little bit, but it kind of feels like in a lot of ways, what you guys were able to do last year, largely here um, out in Harriman at Zions Bank Stadium, kind of prepared, propelled you to just this incredible year of growth. You guys obviously added a new team. You mentioned you merged with uh, the MLL, Major League Lacrosse brought in a whole bunch of new players. I don't know how you handled all the new staffing that that kind of took because you you added all these new fan bases and whatever. What's it been like kind of watching the growth of the league this year, 2020 to 2021, um, and just how much you guys have in, increased just in exposure and um, digital and social engagement, viewership numbers are up. I mean, it seems like numbers, it seems like, like just overall, um, I guess, fan engagement is up just entirely. What's that yeah. been like for you? Well, it's, running the the business in sports is analogous to a season 
for a team in a way. You have to be hyper-focused on the present moment, day-to-day practices, training camp, all the way through the ebbs and flows of win-losses of a season, and hope that the trajectory is upwards as you reach the playoffs and, and hope to have a championship year. And, um, and so I, I give you that because, you know, our executive team has done a fantastic job of creating infrastructure and building the business fundamentals around expansion, around merging with the, the league prior to us that had 20 years of history, being able to package that up inside of really a three month swing before the 2021 season began. Um, and then all of the nuance of, of building every game weekend for the eight clubs that descend upon a major market city and compete. So it's all culminating to the playoffs here that we have in, uh, in Salt Lake. And we're really excited about uh, ticket sales up to this point. The, the attendance is going to be great. And our viewership trend, as you mentioned, on NBC across their platforms has done really well this year. So um, Friday night, Saturday games, uh, as I mentioned, the Archers and Chaos. Archers have a number of uh, Utah um, inhabitants here. And then uh, we play the Cannons Atlas tomorrow. Saturday at 2.30 Eastern on, on NBC. And then we're followed by a pretty big rivalry matchup between the Redwoods and Whip Snakes. Whip Snakes are two-time champs. And they've played the Redwoods um, in back-to-back playoffs, both in overtime games. So the slate of programming here for the quarterfinals is pretty big. So we're excited to, to bring that to Utah. I know Cannons Lacrosse Club, uh, back in the day, the former Boston Cannons holds kind of a special place in your heart. That's basically where you got your one of your starts in pro lacrosse as a, the number one overall draft pick in MLL um, a year or two ago. I won't say how long because it might reveal both of our ages. Uh, <laughs> but but are you allowed to say anything nice about Archers? Because you, you, you touched on it right there. I mean, Archers, I think, is a club that kind of has a special – special place for a lot of lacrosse fans in the Salt Lake market because of Marcus Holman, Will Manny, Adam Gilman, um, who coach at the University of Utah. Um, Scott Batliff comes out here a lot of them. Yeah, I've come to, to say that a lot of those guys are a personal friend of mine and uh, they compete really hard. They're a great club. Um, and I don't think that's uncommon from other major sports leagues. You, you know, you have a, a group of guys that range from 25 to 35 in age, in some cases played with each other and against each other throughout childhood, all the way up to college. So your fierce competitors on the field, that's what you get to, that you have to be to get here. Um, but then off the field, you, you recognize and empathize with the pain and the struggle and, and the success that each other share. And, um, and that's connective tissue. So, um, you know, we get here on game site and don't talk to each other, um, but know that uh, those guys compete the way that the champions should. And I respect that. Um, can I ask you, um, I know you're focused on this weekend and trying to get the big quarterfinal dub with, uh, with cannons. Um, but as co-founder of the league, running that executive side, the business side and everything, what's kind of the next step for the PLL do you think after the season of incredible growth, um, and the way you guys were able to add and expand and, and even prosper this year, what's, what's sort of the next step do you think for the league? Well, there are some, there are a number of large targets that we're already connected to and looking to expound on. So our media partnership, uh, is in its third year of three with NBC. So we've begun those conversations around what a renewal looks like, what the future of, of PLL network partnerships and distribution is. Uh, last year, we were able to crack the code and unlock sports betting for the first time. And DraftKings is our major sports betting partner. 
um, that's a huge focus moving forward for not only engaging with your core fans, but attracting new fans. Um, we have great partners on the endemic and non-endemic space, but if you think about the business of professional sports, it's viewership and attendance and Ticketmaster is our presented by partner and they've been fantastic, especially uh, chartering the uncertain waters of COVID. And, uh, and they've been able to work with us very tightly. And we have a, a, you know, a bi-weekly sync with their team around seating manifest as uh, the environment continues to be uncertain um, to make sure that the, that the fans that attend feel safe and are engaged and excited about the product that we're able to present to them. So those are the, the areas that we're really focused on this off season. And then kind of the macro environment of, of getting as many sports fans, casual sports fans in, in North America, and there's a hundred million of them aware of the PLL and, and get them as many of them in front of the action as possible to see if we can hook them for, uh, you know, kind of long-term fandom. That's actually exactly what I wanted to go to kind of to finish up, Paul, once again, thanks so much for joining me for a couple of minutes on the KSL.com sports podcast to kind of look ahead to this event um, because we got some actual real life professional across. Um, I'm, I, I know it's not super normal. It's still an emerging sport out here in Utah, but there is a small passionate fan base of lacrosse fans. I went to school on the East coast and upstate New York. So I understand kind of the rigor and the fervor of, uh, of uh, that sport. Um, I want you to end with this and, and you've done a great job of this throughout this entire interview, but I want you to leave us with one final pitch. If you're trying to deliver in, you know, 10 minutes while you're walking uh, on state street outside Rio Tinto stadium to try to sell some last minute uh, fans on buying some tickets and going into that stadium, watching some lacrosse, what, what do you kind of tell them to get them into the stadium? What's kind of that elevator pitch for you? Well, it varies on, on who I'm talking to, but I can give you a, a shortened version of, of, what I believe, and I think lacrosse is the best game in the world. It was created by Native Americans. So it's also the oldest sport in North America. And what we've built at the PLL, and I think this is what any sports fan wants to see, whether they buy a ticket or turn on a match on TV, is the best players in the world competing at what they do when there's everything on the line. And that's what you get in a playoff game. So the skill is unlike anything you've ever seen. It's a stickball sport, it's super physical and fast. Um, and then the competition levels are going to be at all time high for the same reasons that we turn the NFL playoffs, NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs. That's what we have this weekend here in Utah. Awesome. Paul Rabel, midfielder for Cannons Lacrosse Club, um, also just happens to be co-founder of the Premier Lacrosse League. No big deal right there. Um, most importantly, PLL All-Star, self-published author, uh, podcaster, among other things. Thanks so much for joining me for a couple of minutes on the KSL.com sports podcast, man. Of course. Thanks for having me and hope everyone that's listening tunes in NBC, NBC sports, and you can watch all the games on Peacock. And if you're in town, we'll be at Rio Tinto Stadium.